it's 516. Oh, just flipped over to 517. That's crazy. I see my birthday all the fucking time. I was about to be like, what's the significance? I'm totally kidding. All right. Anyways. I'm kidding. Hi, guys. Hi. Welcome to another episode of Red Flags and Rosé. Yes. I'm Kaylee. I'm Megan. <laughs> Casually reaches for her rosé. Today... We cracked open some rosé, and we are going to enjoy it. That was the worst. Episode. It was glass it's, clink ever. Okay, here we go. One, two. There yes. we are. Okay. And we have a glass right here for you guys, honoring, of course, from the rough. If you're top. watching on YouTube, you can see it. If you're listening to us, just know that there is a wine glass sitting on this table I wonder. that we aren't drinking. How many people this will piss off? Ready? Mm -mm. <laughs> God damn. When I edit that, it's literally going to send a shiver down my spine. That's why I did it. I'm mm. just yeah, it's just for me. She's like, yeah, the noises that you hate, here you are. I'm here Yeah. to be a turd today. That's the It's mood. okay. I'm... Being me, just a little neurotic as usual, <laughs> easily annoyed, which makes her being a turd super easy. Anyways, how was your week? It was okay. Nothing special. I was working as usual, <laughs> um, working my life away. Yes. I was in quite a fog all week, to be honest with you. It wasn't like bad I just feel like I'm still burnt out like I'm struggling um to find any sort of balance I think in the past I've just been able to work through and keep working and be fine because it's just mm -hmm. how it is but I'm coming to a point and I think that this has to do with us growing and healing where I'm like this is not my life anymore like this no. is not where I'm supposed to be but I'm still in that in-between where it's like, I don't know what's next. I don't know where I'm called to next yet. Um, so I'm, I'm just kind of stuck in the limbo that I hate so much. But it'll get better eventually. Um, I just have to see that it's not going to be like this forever. Mm -hmm. And stop treating my job like it's my life. That's my biggest takeaway from this week. Um because yesterday I had a appointment with my psychiatrist uh, just to talk about my ADHD medication. And I'm sure that's all she expected to talk about. But I was like, I have a few questions. She's probably like, fuck, can I just sign the paper? Well, the thing was, she literally, she was 20 minutes late to our session, first of all, which she's never been that late. She was just running behind with patients. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, it's probably because of people like me who are like, <laughs> So I've been seeing a lot of TikToks about autism lately, <laughs> but I didn't say that. I was, I legitimately have reason to believe that my family is autistic, yeah. like on the spectrum. Thank you. I guess not in a bad way. She's we like, talked about this. Yeah, <laughs> We've talked about this. I know. So I brought it up and I was like, I think that I probably am autistic and have been masking for most of my life. Um, and I talked to her about a few things and she's like, well, 
you can see someone, a specialist to get evaluated. I will let you know it's a couple hours. Mm-hmm. But really other than peace of mind and knowing what's going on with you, you're really not, nothing's going to be able to be done. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's not going to change what kind of ADHD medication you're on. You're not on anything else that would affect it. Mm-hmm. So it may be better for you to treat it like these are just your symptoms. Look into how people treat those symptoms. If you feel like you relate to having autism or whatever, get the diagnosis if you need it. But if not, just do what is best for you. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay. Well, and I also think at this point in your life, you're not going through school. You're not and I made it. a child. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, th- I think as a child, you would need help more. Yeah. And you're not to the point where you are severely, like... Affected. Yes. Yeah. To where it's you like, would need I'm a lot of help. I'm affected, but a lot of the things I was mentioning, she was saying, are actually symptoms of people with severe ADHD. Um. Is that a truck? Or is that like an airplane? I think it's an airplane. Well, I know we're supposed to have really bad storms today. Yeah. I just saw videos of people with like hail in their front yard and they're like well, it 15 was minutes away. It looked weird when it was raining earlier. So. But anyways, if you guys hear weird background <laughs> noises, you already know. We're at an apartment. It's going to happen. But it's also stormy weather and there is someone in my complex that has a really loud truck. So that's possible. But... Anyways, I am decidedly going to just try to move on and treat it um, as I can. Like, look into the symptoms I'm having and try not to put it under a diagnosis because she was saying, like, I can pull out the DSM-5 right now and tell you you have autism, Mm -hmm. but every symptom you're listing is also a part of OCD and ADHD. And there's a lot of crossover. So it's more of you're medicating the main issue. Mm-hmm. You're seeing positive results. And then everything else you would have to deal with is more of an internal figuring out your schedule that works for you, figuring out what your triggers are, like mm-hmm. that kind of thing, which is encouraging. But at the same time, as someone with ADHD and a lot of executive dysfunction issues, meaning I don't want to do shit other than get dopamine. Mm -hmm. Like if it's not giving me dopamine, I don't want to do it. It fucking sucks. Mm -hmm. I feel like most of us are like that though. Yeah. Mine is just like really fucking extreme sometimes. I'm like a five-year-old. Well, that's okay. For you. (laughs) To you. (laughs) But yeah, that was nice. Um, She prescribed me two weeks off of work. Because she said I'm too burnt out. I told her I was dissociating a lot and just kind of living in a brain fog. And she's like, okay, can you take a week off? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, listen, I did at the end of February. And she's like, oh. And I'm like, yeah. Um, It made it worse. And she's like, okay. So at that point, you are burnt out. And she's like, I feel like when people are that burnt out, it means that they're in the wrong place. There's no coming back. I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. (laughs) No. I was like, I feel like you're right. 
you know, when you say you're in the wrong place, mm-hmm. you're not wrong. That's exactly why I'm struggling. And she's like, so you're not depressed, though. And I was like, I don't think I am because I'm not I'm feeling hopeless. But in a way of like, I need to get out of the rut. But we're always I'm always struggling a little kind depressed. of with depression, but it's not like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm always kind of struggling with depression, but it, it it's different this mm-hmm. time where it's like I'm not feeling hopeless in the way of like I want to die or it's not fixable. Mm-hmm. I know it is. I'm hopeless because it just feels like the rat race takes over and everybody's just complacent and mm-hmm. they deal with it. And so you just go with the flow do that. of that. And I, we are over it. I know that a lot of people listening are fucking over it. Mm-hmm. And you all relate to us because it's just shitty. And it goes back to our whole conversation on burnout. But I told her we did an episode on it. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, that's super interesting. I'm going to check that out. But she was telling me about a podcast she just listened to. Um, it's I can't remember who it's by, but it's under the family of This American Life on NPR. And they just did a researched episode on burnout as well. So she was saying to check that out. So you guys, if you want to learn more about burnout, you're interested in the topic, I'll be listening to it this week or at least attempting to. Um, So that's on my list of things to do. But I did binge Bridgerton. (laughs) I binged it, you all. But I couldn't not. This season was delectable. Like I would lick my fingers right now just for the sound of it, but I'm not going to, to save your ears. I loved it more than the first season. I only had one complaint about this season. Okay. I needed more sex. (laughs) I feel like they spoiled you with Daphne and the Duke, like when they finally got together. But then with this season... It was a lot of tension. It was a lot of tension. And then when they finally got together, it was just... I think it's more of a love story to me. It was. I think it's more of a, and this is why I admire it so much. It is a, you get what you work for Mm -hmm. story instead of just like feeling destined or fated where like with Daphne and the Duke, it just seemed like it was meant to get there. Mm -hmm. Like even though there was some resistance, they were going to end up together with this story, you didn't know how it was going to get there. Like, I didn't see how that sister was going to let him go. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see how he was going to come around to it either. And so it was a lot of push and pull. But it, I think um, what I've come to see with the people I've talked to about it, people in relationships liked the sexual season more. And people that are single are liking the second season more. Mm-hmm. My theory would be that we crave a love like that. You all already have that type of like either love or that part fulfilled. Mm -hmm. So you're looking at the passion of it and you're like, that's amazing. And this is a story I want to be into. But that's why I like this season so much more. Mm -hmm. It just was so much more of a love story. I I liked also Colin and Penn. Penelope. Well, I wish it would happen. But at the same time, I don't think they're going to mix her with somebody with her being Lady Whistledown. Yeah, I was about to say, she's about to be the villain next season. Girl, she... 
I'm sorry, we did not warn about spoilers, but uh, I will put that in the I show notes. I feel like most people have watched it by now. Well, yeah, but true. some people have not. Spoilers. Or they might not know if they want to check it out yet. Totally should. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I my heart broke for her when she overheard that conversation. And I could feel that it was coming when everybody was watching them dance. Mm-hmm. I'm like... And then... Um, Eloise's reaction and I loved her little like with the boy yes but then when she turned him down I was like why yeah well it's the affluent family and the I know you know I know I really liked him and I liked the build up of that and her Mm -hmm. it seemed like she just fits that life so much more just going to those like in her life yeah wow (laughs) Carrie I'm sorry go lay down please go lay down um he is so needy but I did like it I do agree that you didn't know how it was going to get there because even if you read the books or you can even look it up which person each sibling is going to end up with. Right. You know, you just don't know how. I like think they, that is my favorite. That seems to be the thing that mm-hmm. gets me the most interested in things. Uh, because that was like that book that we read in five years. You all read that damn book. It amazing. You find out that so it, good. she starts off having this dream of where she'll be at in five years and it feels very real. She's with someone that she's never felt love like this before. And then she wakes up and she's still with this guy that she really is in love with. And then that guy that she's with in her dream ends up dating her best friend. So then you're like, how the fuck are we going to get to that point? Yeah. And it, we both read it so fast. I think it was in like a day and a half. Yes. Two days. It was so fast. It was good. Great book. But, um, yeah, that was my week. Unless you have something else to say about Bridgerton. Mm-mm. Tell me about your week. Uh, my week was good. I just worked per usual. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a really fun shoot at work this week. I saw your picture. They were cute. Um, yeah. So all of those. Were they like derby? Women. It was derby themed. Okay. Um, but all of those women actually work. Somewhere within Zappos, whether it's in our studio, okay. the outlet, the unbox store, um, or the warehouse. And they got nominated by other people at Zappos on why they are strong, um, inspirational women. So okay, they got to be part of a cute little photo shoot, and it was oh, lots sweet. of fun. Um, other than that, not much. Got my hair did today. Looks cute. Um, She's trying out curtain bangs, y'all. Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, Maisie. I think I told you all last time about the murmur and stuff. Went to the cardiologist. She's fine. It's normal. She ended up having two murmurs and a hole in her heart. Um, but it's all going to be normal. As long as it's not still there, one murmur will stay forever. The second murmur in the hole should be gone by the time she's two or three. 
will go back when she's like two, two and a half. Um, and if it's not gone, then they will be concerned. Yeah. So we'll go from there. But about 80% of kids have it. And even the cardiologist was like, if one of my grandkids got this, you know, health check, this, you know, he was like, I'd be fine with it. I'd be, you know. Yeah. So that made me feel better. Still waiting on the blood work for her anemia, though. I mean, not to play down anemia, but it's something that you can deal with, you oh, know. Yeah. And then I was telling her, me and my brother both have a hole like that. And most people do. They just never know about it mm-hmm. unless they have a stroke, which when we found out about ours, um, they said we had a higher risk when we we're in our 40s. Mm-hmm. I feel like everybody's at risk for a stroke these days because of stress. So maybe it's sooner than 40 for me, but you know, most people do have it. And then I actually saw on TikTok, this freaked me out though. This girl who is 30 now, but when she was 27, she had a stroke because she had a hole in between her chambers and a clot got through and went up to her brain. And I'm like, I'm 27. <laughs> so I'm like, that's going to happen. Freaking out about that. And then two TikToks later is this young athletic hockey player who had a stroke for seemingly no reason, but he did get all of the COVID shots. So of course, everybody's saying it, which again, you're putting something in your body and I get it. I got all of my COVID vaccines. Everybody's different, but everybody's different, takes it differently. Yes. And you can get a stroke from half the shit we do every day. Mm-hmm. Like half the things Especially we the do. Especially the way we fucking work. Yes. So I'm not going to say that, but I was worried the next day when my face went numb <laughs> and my hand was tingling. I was like, well, <laughs> this is it. Surely it's not my anxiety. This is it. <laughs> my mom was like, take a deep breath. You know, I was watching this girl and I did not know. Um, like I knew it was a thing for me, but I didn't know it was a normal thing for other people. Mm-hmm. But she was talking about how when she goes on a plane or something, she has to take her shoes off. She said be in like cross her legs and stuff and hold her feet because her anxiety goes to her feet and it makes them numb and cold. And I was like, that happens to me. Happens to me too while I'm driving. That's why I get anxious. <laughs> I've never talked about that before. I've never told anybody that. Me either. Well, you guys, <laughs> you discover new things every day. Damn. Because I yeah. will literally wiggle my toes while I'm driving because yes. I'm like, I can't feel my toes or my hands while I'm driving. I'm like, who's driving this vehicle? <laughs> Not me. Not me. Just use my one big toe like Spongebob. Oh, my God. That's all I have. That's the only thing that gets feeling. <laughs> no, mine's usually on planes or, like, if someone else is driving, then I'm like. I wish I felt that way when someone else drove. I hate being in the car in general anymore. Like, I just hate it. Me too. And I try. Now that I'm on Adderall, it actually helps me substantially. Because I find that I'm freaking out the most when I dissociate. Mm-hmm. So when I'm zoned out when I'm driving and then zoned back in, because I hold my breath when I zone out, and I'm like, 
And then I feel like I, my heart p- rate picks up and then I naturally feel like I'm having an anxiety attack. And Same. then, you know, it's miserable. Same. It's great. Debilitating. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Um, there's a couple things I want to talk about. Yeah. Before we get into our thing. Um, one, we're talking about TikToks. <laughs> one of my friends at work showed me a TikTok and sent it to my phone. Because I was like, I need to show Austin. Okay. It was a scary one. And it was about this like old barn house. And it is fucking creepy. And I was like, if this was his phone, I was like this. <laughs> Watch it. Yeah. But you can hear something like hitting stuff in the house and she's like please just leave please just you know oh i saw that did you see it yeah and then, you and saw then the her shadows? cat and then she looks out the window at the pond yeah it's staged anyways i don't care i researched it because i was looking into her shit and people were like calling it out so yes don't worry yourself too bad but go on that's on the point that's on the point when you have that on your tiktok just one time it all starts to all show up an algorithm starts to show up. Because so, you watched it. You watched the whole thing. And then it's like, oh. This and then is what she's into. watched the whole thing. Not on my phone. I watched it on the friend's phone. Mm-hmm. But I was scrolling. I was listening. Through bed. Through bed? I was scrolling while I was in bed. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. I thought, I thought it was going to be a funny ass TikTok. And it was like, oh, my gosh, it's two people in front of a house with the door open. And they're like, we helped our best friends move one day. And we took this picture. And then it's them about to walk through the threshold of fucking like until we saw this, a fucking thing in the background in the house on the stairway, staring right into them. And it won't leave my head. The look of the thing will not okay, leave my head. First of all, thank you for not my fucking sending phone. that to me. No. I, w- I saw it and I was like, <laughs> ah! I almost woke up Maisie. I'm a pussy. I cannot. I know. And I'm always like, shit, anytime I see something like that, I'm like, I do not claim this energy. No. And I know people say that and get made fun of in the comments, but I'm like, not getting me. No. And so I'm sitting there in bed and I'm like, Don't mm-hmm. be in here. <laughs> like, like it can come through the phone. I mean, you never know. But yeah, I don't but it might have awoke something in your house. Huh. Don't say that. I can't go back. We're moving. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, that was it. Don't watch scary stuff because it'll show up everywhere. <laughs> when I thought it was going to be funny. I was like, oh, look, I'm going to see their house. <laughs> Anyways. Um, second. I know we talked about the Oscars thing Mm -hmm. last week. Let's just finish that because more shit came out the last couple days. I haven't been keeping up. I'm so fucking sick of hearing about it that I just have not been looking at it. Well, he got banned for 10 years. Fine. Whatever. It's the fact that that bitch... Yeah, no, fuck that. Came out. When you fucking sent me that, leave her. Anyways, 
tell the people. So Jada decided to come out and say that she did not support or like that Will went and slapped him in her honor. And that it was an emotional reaction. Obviously, it was an emotional reaction to her reaction. And I'm by no means defending him. Mm -mm. Don't publicly speak against your husband when he's doing something like that. For you. That he thought was okay. Or not, he, he knew didn't he was okay. He was okay. But like, he's just like, thinks you're not okay. Yeah. And gets emotional about it. That pissed me off. Oh, it, it, I was like, that should have been the last straw. Really, what should have been the last straw is her fucking your son's best friend. Yeah. But. And also, how much more disgusted would people be if it was a man that fucked his daughter's best friend? Oh, yeah. Just because it's Jada, it's okay. She literally raised him like that. Isn't it like her friend's child? That's what I read somewhere. I think so. I think it was just more. She's known him since he was little. Yeah. Yeah, because him and Jaden grew up together. Just crazy. Crazy. Could you imagine? No. That would be like me having a son. And then once they turned 18, 19... Fucking their friend. Nasty. Couldn't do it. Yeah. Um, and if I did ever put me in a ward. <laughs> just kidding. I'll evaluate if the time comes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But that really did piss me off this week. Because I was like, not only yeah. did you not... He stuck up for you... And then you still continued to badmouth the man. He has, she's literally bashed him so many times. He's bad in bed. This, the whole entanglement situation. Disgusting. And then did you see the note that Willow wrote? No. So I saw this on my explore page today. I by oh no God. means sought it out. And it actually just, I just remembered this. So there is a note uh, that the Shade Room, I think, posted Mm -hmm. that Willow wrote when she was little. You can tell it's like kids handwriting Mm -hmm. and it's to Tupac. And she wrote his name right, first of all, like she spelled it correctly and Mm -hmm. said that my mommy misses you and I wish you were here so that we could be happy. Bro. And it's like, obviously, at that point, you're talking to your kid. And how old yeah. is she? I don't know. I don't know anything about it. I literally read that and then just swiped back out because I'm like, I'm so fucking over this. I mean, what is the point of keeping it going? I don't know. At She's, this point. She is nothing without him. And that's probably what half of her problem is. I mean, back in the day she was, but I mean, a little bit. somebody in the comments of one of the videos I've seen said that Tupac faked his death simply to escape Jada's toxicity. <laughs> I was like, damn. God. But. But yeah, I just had to bring that up because that really just urged my nerves. Yeah. Today. And this week. Because that's all the ban- the thing today was when he got banned. Um, But, you know. The consequences of your own actions. 
There they are. Happens. Yeah. All right. What are we getting into today? Um, I have to tell you about something first. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so. Oh, no. Today. Uh-huh. I did something I told you guys not to do last week. And I texted the guy that I shouldn't have. Today? Today. She saved this just so I couldn't get mad at her over the phone. No. It's just to show you guys that even when I sound strong like I did last week, (laughs) we fuck up. And I'm not mad. She can do what she wants. Yeah. She doesn't get mad at me. But it's because I'm I'm up front. Yeah, well, I saw this TikTok and I couldn't stop thinking about sending it to him because Elmo gifts and memes are like an inside joke for us. Like when he was excited, he would send me one where Elmo's arms are raised and there's flames behind Mm -hmm. him. And there was this one (laughs) that I saw yesterday night and this girl, her brother and her send E, like capital E to each other. Mm-hmm. And she's like, when we send this, this is what we mean. And it's this meme of Elmo. And he goes, E, like he's just screaming it. So naturally, I'm like thinking about it all night. And then I made a folder in my phone photos where I'm like things that I want to send to blank, but mm-hmm. can't right now. And then today I was talking to my friend at work and she's like, fuck it. Like, if you want to send something, Mm -hmm. who gives a shit? Like, just have no expectations like you talk about. Like, don't expect anything from it. And I sent it to him and he responded and literally, we've talked all day, but no talk. It's literally just reaction memes for like six hours. So, so that's why she's in a good mood. No, I've I'm actually not been in a good mood because I'm like, <laughs> why did I do that? I'm a little less lonely, but <laughs> I'm like, damn. damn I need to go back and listen to myself. That's why I make clips sometimes of me when I'm feeling real about it because I'm like, I need to rewatch <laughs> she goes this. Back and watches it. I know. I'm going to rewatch last week's episode. He's going to wonder why I've stopped responding. <laughs> All right. Don't hate me can't hold it i have to pee you peed literally before we started okay and we're back here we go better than ever anyways back from our little restroom break um today we will be talking about the spark yeah so it's like katy perry everybody talks about the spark when you're growing up you know like you're going to know he's the one because you're going to feel the spark when you're with them. Or, you know, you just have this feeling. And so everybody's looking for butterflies when they're talking to somebody. It's just the way it goes. It's mm-hmm. romanticized your whole life. Yeah. I don't think... I slowly realized that was not the truth. Yeah. Because I didn't have any of that with Austin. How long did it take? When did you start feeling the spark with him? Mm. Or not even the spark, but like that, like, this is the person that I want to date. Kind of right away in that sense, but I was still hesitant. 
But that was just more of like my fear. Yeah. Um, but probably like, I would say a month for it to like really sink in. And then I was like, yeah, I want to let myself feel this. And, you know, I think that's one of the most difficult things about dating, though, is because you're looking for that feeling. But there's also people that you're genuinely just not attracted to Mm -hmm. or there's not a connection. So there becomes this balancing act where you're like, okay, at what point do I cut this off because I'm not feeling anything or should I give it another two to three dates Mm -hmm. to see should I have sex with them to see if that's the missing link? You know, like it's my stance on that. I know. I mean, I'm very pro try it before you buy it Mm -hmm. because sex is a big deal and it might not be to everybody. I know that. Mm -hmm. But for me, if I'm not feeling sexually connected to somebody, definitely not emotionally connected. And then if I'm emotionally connected, I need Mm -hmm. the sexual connection. I feel like they go hand in hand. They do. Too much. I mean, at least for me. I can't mm-hmm. have one. I start with the sexual connection first. And then we work our way up. Yeah. Because it's hard, especially when you just meet someone. You're not going on the first two dates. And you're like, oh, here's all of my trauma. Here's all well, of Well, they this. don't deserve that access to you anyway. Well, that's what I'm strangers. saying. Yeah. But I also think that's a big part of the emotional connection that you form with somebody because if they can't understand where you're coming from or how you love or, you know, because it's different for everybody, then that's not the person for you. Yeah. I struggle because there's part of me that's like my next relationship. I don't want to start it off with a sexual connection because it's easy for me to form that because Mm -hmm. I do my part, you know, like it's mostly like, I don't, I don't know. It'll be there if it's there. Mm -hmm. I more so struggle to form an emotional and sexual. So I want to see that we are emotionally there. Cause I think that was the problem with my situationship. Mm -hmm. We hung out. I did not expect to hook up. We, neither one of us did. We were just hanging out and then we did And then when the emotional connection came in, it just made it tenfold. Mm -hmm. It made everything so much deeper, so much more immediate. And even he called it out and was like, I don't know what to do with this. You know, like it it makes it much more serious Mm -hmm. when you find that it is hitting on all cylinders. And sometimes you're just not ready for it to hit that quickly. No. But then what happens if you do the... emotional connection first and you're like and then the fall sex in love with this tr- person and then the sex is garbage okay no i'm not saying fall in love no but you're starting <laughs> you're having the feelings like it's moving somewhere yeah and then you have the sex and it's like eh. <laughs> well here's the thing with that too and i pray to god my ex never watches this But he was not experienced when we first started sleeping together and hooking up. We started as a hookup. Mm -hmm. And he was not experienced at all. I was the second person he'd slept with. And 
we worked up to a fantastic, amazingly connected sex life that was not initially there. Mm-hmm. And well, that's all we got. He was willing to learn too. Well, yeah, that's a huge thing though. It's like if you have all of the components there, trash sex at first is okay, as long as they're willing to learn and they mm-hmm. don't have that ego about them that they're never going to get better. Mm-hmm. It's all about communication. It is. But to get back to the spark, um, I was looking into a little bit of research, but most of what I know about the theory of fuck the spark is from Logan Yuri, and her last name is U-R-Y. But she was actually on an episode of The Vile Files, mm-hmm. episode 254. We love Nick Vile. We do love him. Um, lots of growth in that man. Episode 254. Yes. 254 of The Vile Files on Spotify. You can find it. I think it was March 31st of 2021 on Apple because they didn't have episodes next to it. This bitch. She was like, I don't think I'm going to remember episode 254. Oh, my God. But March 31st, 2021. So (laughs) that's the episode. You can literally just type her name in Vile Files and Mm -hmm. it'll pop right up for you guys. But she goes on there and talks about her book that came out last year called How Not to Die Alone, which I should probably read because at this point (laughs) it's looking a little uh, stark for me. But anyways... I have a little summary of her fuck the spark theory that I'm going to go through. Um, But it's actually just a summary that someone did on Reddit. So they said there's a book by Logan Yuri called How Not to Die Alone. She's a behavioral scientist from Hinge and comes at it from a very data centric point of view. One of her central theories is fuck the spark. These are some of the myths she talks about in the book. Myth number one, when you meet the right person, you feel instant fireworks. Myth number two, the spark is always a good thing. And then myth number three, if you have a spark, the relationship is viable. So a small excerpt from the book says some people are just really good at making a lot of people feel a spark. Maybe they're extremely attractive. Perhaps they're best in class flirts. Sometimes the presence of a spark is more an indication of how charming someone is or how narcissistic and less a sign of a shared connection. I learned the hard way with burning man Brian, which is... I guess someone she talks about. He made me and plenty of others feel the spark. And I tried desperately to convert that initial excitement into a relationship. But because relationships are such a wide net of people, circumstances and experiences, it's really easy to selectively sample from populations that fit into agreeing with her thesis. Um, This is back to the person talking already. Mm -hmm. Um, But they said it's, um, it flies against the commonly said thing. It's either fuck yes or fuck no. So do you agree? Do you think it's worth reconsidering the point of view about the spark? Um, this person said that they agree with the premise, mm-hmm. but they haven't like really explored it too much. Um, at the bare minimum, they think that there should be attraction on the first date mm-hmm. and everything else seems okay. Then give it a realistic shot. Um, which I think kind of answers my question of how do you know when it's just not going to (laughs) work? I think you do. I think you do too. It's like when they do something really small and it just like annoys you immediately. You're like, (laughs) it's like the fucking TikTok he's telling me about the ick. Which one? (laughs) The guy was like, 
How are we supposed to date girls? Oh my God. This girl said my boyfriend got robbed and it gave me the ick. What, for being a victim? Yeah, I fucking died when I saw that because I'm like, this is me. This is literally me. You would get the ick if your boyfriend got robbed? No, no, but I'm saying like stupid shit just like turns me (laughs) off. And also, if you're my boyfriend, I am a simp. So like there's almost (laughs) nothing you can do that I'm like... Oh my God. I'm like that TikTok sound. I'm like, that's my man. And I'm going to stick beside him. <laughs> that's more me than getting the ick. I get the ick so bad with people that I'm just meeting. And I'm like, get out of my face. Like, there's no way. There's n- there no, Did no, you no. see the way he used his fork? Oh my God. Ew. If they eat like this, out instantly. Immediately, no. Immediately, no. No. Oh, but I thought that was just so funny. It was. But it, it's true. There has to be some type of attraction. Right. And I feel like you can just know, even if you're shy, you just know. Like, if the conversation's not there, because it's totally different when you are actually talking with them, like texting on the app mm-hmm. or whatever. And then you meet him in person, and you're like, oh, God. Yeah. I literally had to use her one time. (laughs) I went all the way over to Indiana for a date, which when I say that, it's like 10 minutes over the bridge. But still. But still. It was a lot. And we went to this bar, and it was fine. And uh, it was the way... That he laughed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, no. I've had that happen too, which no. is why I highly encourage FaceTime dates prior. Because a f- one FaceTime date will expedite you past the first three dates. I swear to God. That's true. One talk on FaceTime for like a good hour. You hear the laugh, you hear the voice, you get a sense of their sense of humor. Mm -hmm. If they're going to find you funny, you get it all out of the way. So it's like the first initial things that you're going to be scared of on that date. Knocked out. Yeah. So I had to pretend that I had an emergency. (laughs) Well, it was right after you and your ex broke up. (laughs) No, it wasn't. It wasn't. But that's what I said. You manifested my breakup. No, I didn't. No, I did not. By saying that, you spoke it into reality. Well, obviously you wanted it. I'm just kidding. I'm I kidding. I, to this day, regret that. So, no. No, she didn't. Um. Anyways. Are you anxious right now? Yeah, I am. Telling the story. <laughs> I've never in my life seen you hold your foot. <laughs> That's how normal it is. <laughs> but I didn't even know I was doing it. You have tears in your eyes right now. Oh my fucking God. <laughs> I was like, does your foot hurt? And then when I saw you cupping it, I'm like, oh God. Ten years of friendship, you learn something new every day. <laughs> I didn't know you had numb feet, though, when yeah, you're driving. I do. 
I learned that too. Anyways, yeah, I used you. <laughs> I think well, I called you after though. Yeah, I didn't know you said that though. <laughs> I was like, I gotta go. If my ex is listening right now, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I take it back. <laughs> Anyways, oh, hope you all liked my foot cupping. Yeah. Don't sell it on the internet. Oh my god. Well, at least your toes aren't like raw. They aren't out in the air. <laughs> my toes are cute though. They're did. Mine aren't. Mine are <laughs> not did. I was actually looking at them in sandals yesterday while I was taking him out and I was like, wee. Like, I need to repaint those. I like getting mine done. And I actually got gel this time. Oh, so we'll see that how lasts it lasts forever. Well, even regular polish. Yeah, not me. My I regular polish all summer. Chips. chips like a motherfucker. The only problem I have is my heels. I get too dry. Yeah, I don't like my heels. But anyways, do you believe you in you like your heels? I said I don't. Oh. Oh yeah, it's my favorite feature I of love myself. My I heel. love my heels. <laughs> no. But do I agree? Do you with agree what? with fuck the spark? Hmm. Yes and no. I feel like it depends first on the situation. I don't think that you need to feel it right away. Um, And I don't think that that should be a factor unless you're planning on, like, marrying this person. Truly. Um, If you're dating to marry. Yeah. It's a big factor. It is. But, but you're also, I get what you're saying, where it's kind of like, it's also going to take you some for time. A second. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I talked to you about where, like, I get caught up sometimes because I'm like, I just don't feel the way I did with my ex. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, it took me a long time to feel that way about my mm-hmm. ex. It wasn't overnight. I didn't think I was going to marry the kid when I first met him. I thought we were just going to fuck. <laughs> literally thought we were just gonna fuck and that was gonna be it but that also goes to show you you really don't know what's about to happen in your life day to day person you you meet in six months could be your baby daddy (laughs) or husband whatever (laughs) that was a year it was a year uh yeah we talked about it for a while well but yeah i agree with you though but i also agree with something I heard a while back. I wish I knew where I heard it, but that's probably me. She doesn't want to give me credit. Anyways, go ahead. Probably not. Um <laughs> But that butterflies can be a warning sign. Oh yeah. So like that spark you're feeling is actually just your body being anxious. Yeah. So that person activates anxiety that other people brought up in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it just reactivates this thing that you know. And so you're getting excited because it's something you're used to, but it's not good for you. Yeah. And, and I, I don't know why we were taught that. That butterflies were good? Yeah. And it's the same thing with like little kids. Like, oh, if he hits you, that means he likes you. Or if he's mean Bitch. to you. Yeah. Who's teaching us this shit? They were just trying to save us from the hurt of, like, them not liking us. But really, it's just, like, detrimental as fuck. 
Yeah. Because all these kids grow up and I'm like, oh, oh he, likes he punched me. me in the face. He yeah. loves me. Literally. Like what? It's like Mean Girls. <laughs> Get punched in the face. It was awesome. <laughs> no joke about movie. domestic violence, so that's not. It's not funny. Not funny, but it's very true that we were led the complete wrong direction. And I really hate that song that went viral on TikTok about, I'm mad at Disney, Disney. They tricked us, though. They really did. She was not wrong when, in that song. Like, mm-hmm. it does not go down that way. A lot of the time you're meeting someone who is not fully healed. But I saw a beautiful message yesterday that was saying... You, in a healthy relationship, are not supposed to be 100% fixed. Mm -mm. You are looking for someone who is going to communicate with you and accept you and that you're going to communicate with and accept Mm -hmm. and work through your trauma together. And I'm like, I feel like this takes a lot of burden off of people when they're single because they're like, I'm not ready I'm not healed enough. I'm not Mm -hmm. this, that. It's like when you find your person, it's going to work out. Mm -hmm. You have to put that effort in though. Like it's never going to be easy even when it is your soulmate. Mm -hmm. There's going to be work and effort because we are flawed humans that are going to fuck up. (laughs) It's a choice to stay in love at certain points, which is another reason why I do agree with her fuck the spark Mm -hmm. because once the spark goes away you end up looking you're like what's wrong Mm -hmm. you're at peace and this is what i experienced in my relationship that peace that i felt with him felt like boredom you're used to chaos it felt like boredom yeah and i was like well i guess we're not in love anymore not the case that was probably the most in love i'll i won't say ever be but I've ever been Mm -hmm. because I could totally be myself. We were totally at peace. We knew what our future looked like. Everything was set because of my trauma and me not working on that shit and just Mm -hmm. thinking I'm fine. I ran. Yeah. But you have little sparks throughout your marriage too. Yeah, I definitely had him still in my long-term relationship. You will, and it'll come and go. Um, but I will say, when it happens in the future, watching your other person become a parent is amazing. And it brings a whole new like level yeah. to your relationship. And even though it's hard as fuck, hard. Um, it's also very rewarding, you know, but yeah, I don't want to get emotional. I mean, you can, (laughs) I bear my shit on here. You should too. They know so much more about me than they know about you. Cause I'm just like, (laughs) spill it. No, it was just good. I was actually talking to my hairdresser today cause she also had a child. Mm -hmm. Um, they're like, our babies are... Two. He just barked himself out of a dream. <laughs> Two or three months apart, I think. Um, but we were talking about how I have all these Snapchat memories. 
and I was pregnant last year, obviously. So I will like send them to Austin. And he was just like, oh, I really miss you being pregnant. And I'll always mess with him and be like, no, the fuck you don't. You don't miss that attitude or the crying. (laughs) And he said, no, I don't miss that. But he was like, I miss your belly. And he, you know, and that just makes you want to have another kid. Yeah. And I'm sure there's like a whole different level for men too. Oh, yeah. Like of love for you. You're literally growing their kid. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. That's why some men have like a pregnancy fetish. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. But she was saying the same thing about her husband, too. She was like, he was weirdly attracted to me when I was pregnant. And I was like, same. But in a good way, like not like. You know. Yeah. Well, it makes you feel better about how you've gained weight and, you know, oh, the yeah. things you're insecure about. They like that makes you feel good. But I have something that might ruin your day. Oh, fuck. It's not about being pregnant at all. I saw it was actually the um, a clip oh, from no. the podcast episode of Teffy going on that like two hot takes. I think it's the blonde girl that reads the Am I the Asshole? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's so the girl Teffy that I love mm-hmm. was on there and brings up the fact <laughs> that kinks mm-hmm. can be hereditary, like genetic, like your parents passed them down to Ew. you. Ew. And I looked it up because I'm like, I don't know about this. Maybe this is some TikTok nonsense. Nope. Study done in like 2016 that says that they are. Obviously not all of them because some of them stem from some things that you go through. Mm -hmm. But some of your kinks your parents have. I will never know which ones because I will never bring it up. I'm not going to be like, mom, do you also like to be choked? Okay. Do you also love a finger in your ass? (laughs) What? The people that have like a piss kink. Mom, do you? (laughs) How do you feel about being peed on? Odell. Is his dad letting girls shit on him too? Or he's shitting on girls? Oh my God. (laughs) It's like, hey pops. You be taking fat shits on your leg. (laughs) Yeah, but that for one solid moment, I was like, (laughs) hey, no way. Ain't no way no. that I got any of the things I'm into. But who knows? Bro, you never know. Because <laughs> I will say, and <laughs> I feel like it's always, most of the time, like I know some people are really out there about their kinks yeah. and stuff, but <laughs> it is always the quiet church girls that are the probably the freakiest for real. Yep. So. Probably why my ex went straight to one. Put the wine down. <laughs> Put the wine down. I'd say this stone <laughs> cold sober. Don't even play with I me. Don't even play with me. <laughs> That's so funny though. You're not wrong. I doubt they did anything though. Maybe. 
the butt is a loophole. I'm just kidding. He would never. He would never. <laughs> he would never. Ain't that something, though? The butt is a loophole. Just put it in the pussy. I can't <laughs> penetrate your vagina. But your butthole? But your butthole? See, no, they made that loophole up. The yeah, same they did. way that they turned that passage about pedophilia into being about gay people. Uh, they're like, look, I, I need to touch little boys, so we got to change the wording here. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> oh my gosh. Any who? I did not want to know that. But thanks for the information. Well, if my day's ruined, I gotta ruin yours too. Along <laughs> with everybody else. I know, but it's funny to know that though. I wonder how many people are gonna go to their parents and be like Some people out there probably have really healthy relationships with their parents where they don't give a shit to know that stuff. But is that healthy? I mean to not care enough, like you're like cool enough with your parents. I feel like that. I have something within me that's like, don't tell me. I don't even want to know that you guys kiss. Oh, see, I don't care about that. I mean, I don't care about them kissing. I'm being a little dramatic, but I'm just saying, like, I don't, I don't want to know. It's like, you know, you know, you know but you don't Obviously, know. you're here. Yeah. You're here. You know they're doing it. Something happened to okay. make my presence happen, <laughs> but I don't need to know about it. It wasn't anal. Oh my gosh! Could have been of that TikTok of that girl that's pregnant, and she said it. She has to stop herself every time when the doctor puts the little gel on her belly, and her husband's sitting right there, and she was like, "Hmm, that could have been what he did, or we wouldn't be in this situation." Oh my god! She said god. she has to stop herself every time before seeing it. Oh. Uh, but it's true. You know, I sit here and think about the people that post content on TikTok mm -hmm. and get big and have a following and how I am so hesitant and have to like think 10 times before I post a video. I'm like, I got to think and be strategic, but I just need to post. I need for real. I need to post my minimal like stupid thoughts. Girl, you could post your day. Yeah. Of what you do with catering. It's not super interesting, like but ASMR. somebody's going to want to watch me make these sandwiches. Yeah. You know what? I'll do that next do week. It. Maybe it'll make my job a little easier on yeah. me. No, I'll record and then post. Yeah. We'll see about it. But um, as usual, we got a little off topic here. <laughs> <laughs> but I would love to know what you guys think about the spark overall. Mm -hmm. For me personally... I feel like there's a different spark with different people. So like with my ex that I was with long term, I did feel an initial connection with him that I would say was like butterflies, but it wasn't like um, the overwhelming, like exciting ones. It was mm -hmm. like, I knew something was starting. And then with the guy that I've been on and off seeing, it was different. Our first time hanging out in person, it was like our souls, like, just mm -hmm. fucking recognized each other. And it was weird. Like, we sat in silence for a second when we first hung out. Mm -hmm. 
and but it wasn't like awkward we were just yeah. looking at each other and it was like we knew and ever since then it's like anytime we're together silence is fine we talk about everything our traumas mirror each other mm-hmm. so i wonder if it's the twin flame situation but it's confusing because karmic partners look exactly like twin flames sometimes mm-hmm. so i'm like is this my karmic partner that i would need to move past or because he's changing every time we come back together and he's healing more is it a twin flame but that's all to say i did feel well, I don't know. the initial butterfly and spark mm-hmm. with him as well but it was different from sparks i've felt in the past where i'm like I want to fuck. You know, I feel like that's mostly what that spark is, is just you being horny. Yeah. Are we going to fuck? Masturbate before you go on dates. It's like eating before you grocery shop. It will save you a lot of trouble. (laughs) And saying, I'm just not going to shave. Never stopped me. Never stopped me. Never stopped them either. No. And I'm like, I'm not even going to shave my legs or armpits. (laughs) Never stopped me. (laughs) I felt disgusting in the act, but it just made it better because I'm like, I want to fuck so bad that I don't even care. Mm -hmm. And they also don't give a fuck. They will lick that hairy leg. (laughs) Not give a fuck. (laughs) They don't give a shit. You become a different person when you're having sex. On God. It's like... Jekyll and Hyde, like human over to werewolf, just animalistic. Yeah. When you are about to have sex with somebody you really want to fuck with. Oh my God. Incomparable. <laughs> if you can't tell, <laughs> one of us hasn't been laid in a long time. I'm like animalistic. Primal. Love Bridgerton. Primal. <laughs> Just rip my clothes off. <laughs> I was listening to the radio this morning. And they were talking about some zoo or something. They were having an exhibit with otters. And they had like a class of kids like with their parents and stuff. <laughs> oh my God. Did you see it? <laughs> the fucking otters. <laughs> it's mating season for them. Yeah. And they are going at it. At it going at it and the little boy's like oh look they're wrestling so you already know what his parents told him <laughs> about that stance so all the zookeepers like shut it down get these people out of here <laughs> but i mean what it's nature it's n- literally so natural yeah and but i don't this is nasty the sex is natural sure but why do these fucking gorillas Drink their pee. I know some humans that do it. So, insects <sighs> act. Yeah. Mm-mm. I don't mm. personally understand it. No thanks. But I think this conversation has totally opened my eyes to why I texted him earlier. <laughs> Where are you at? Trying to fuck. <laughs> I'll wear my Elmo suit. <laughs> Bitch, please get fuck one. you. Please get one. Like, can you just show up? Honestly, 
the thing is, and I think this is why I have such deep emotion for him. <laughs> I could do that. And he would think it was the funniest shit. Oh, I'm sure. Like, he's so weird. <laughs> but I eat it up. Yeah. Like, that's the thing, fellas. Keep being weird. Because if the bitch don't enjoy it, and I don't say bitch degrading. I say bitch all the time. But if the bitch don't enjoy it, someone else will appreciate that humor. They and will. I was just telling someone that um, DM'd me this week that we've been friends for years, like literally a decade. And he was like talking about how. Who? <laughs> I'm not going to say his name on the podcast. I'll tell you after. <laughs> but he was just saying how he feels like he has a protective shell on and he can sense himself like holding back a little bit when he's talking to people and i'm like don't let a bad experience with someone else keep you from other people experiencing you because that other person didn't deserve the experience Mm -hmm. be weird like i'm weird as hell it's not for everybody it's not but the thing is it is better that way than to live your life miserable with somebody who likes you for who you're not and goes back to your inner child where you are (laughs) at your core that weird kid Mm -hmm. who was shamed into having this exterior that prevented you from being bullied or told what to do by your parents whatever get back to your core be Be carefree what'd you say i said be carefree i said be weird yeah same thing both you know Hmm. same difference but anyways, <laughs> I think that about that wraps it up. does it. Um, you all wrap it up. Yeah. This week. <laughs> Don't get I pregnant. won't be. I probably won't be having sex, though. So. Never know. Show up in that Omo suit. Oh, my God. I don't even know where I could find one for day. If I looked that up on Amazon right now, I bet it'd be expensive. It's not Hell even no. Halloween. We're doing it right now. I'm doing it right now. Look, I bet I'm going to get off this podcast and be like, looking at my phone, no text messages, dry, (laughs) dry. Elmo suit for adults. (laughs) God damn it. Do you remember that birthday party video of the Elmo that showed up and he was like, (laughs) that's a toddler one and it's $33. Yes. You guys, it's like one of those like mesh suits. <laughs> he yes, would probably he just cut a hole in the crotch and just like, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just know what goes behind these pictures now. So I can just imagine a model having to do that. With a fucking oh my God. And there's probably more than one in that whole day. I'm sure of it. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, anyways, if I end up getting dressed up and railed this week in an almost suit, I'll update you guys next week. But I don't imagine I'll be having sex at all. Never say never. Never say never. But we're going on like almost three months. So, you know. Never say never. We'll find out next week. That'll be our mystery. But, um, Yeah. I think that about does it for today. So thank you for tuning in as usual. Don't forget to like, share, rate, 
Um, Review. Subscribe. Yeah, all of it. All of the things. Watch Share with YouTube. your friends. Watch our videos. Yeah. Definitely, because I have to put effort into that, too. So, We want to do a whole episode of questions. We just need a couple more. So, Yeah. Send some our way. Just a little mini so that we're going to put together. We're just waiting for a few more, as she said. So DM us. Email us on redflagsandrose at gmail.com. You can join the Facebook group if you go to our Instagram at redflagsandrose. I have a highlight on there now. Hell yeah. It's got our Facebook group, Apple Podcast link, and Spotify. And some people don't know that Apple Podcast is a free app that you probably have on your phone right now and don't even know about it. Because I talked to two people this week who didn't even know that it was like on their phone. They're like, do I have to have Apple Music? And I'm like, no, boo. It's free. <laughs> it is free. It's an app. Well, the free. So <laughs> there's so many ways to get. Just like we're doing this for free. For free. And yeah. The goodness of our hearts. And this is all to say, <laughs> if you're listening and you're our friend, and you're reposting about Rihanna being pregnant, but not our content. Or Jack Harlow. Or Why Drake. Would you bring him up? <laughs> or anything. Because he's from fucking Louisville. Yeah. Support locals. We're local. Okay. Support your local artists and your friends. I think it's because we say some shit that's inflammatory, but I'm not going to stop talking about my vagina, so. <laughs> Have a great or week, my- you all pink puckered asshole okay holy shit (laughs) holy shit that was way more inflammatory (laughs) i'm just gonna clip that and it's just gonna be her saying my pink puckered asshole (laughs) we love you all and we will talk to you next week bye bye